welcome everybody and thank you for tuning in for the very first podcast. This is my first podcast. My name is Michael Gordon. I also go by the name of Mike G. I'm the CEO of Loop Clothing NYC. I created Loop to inspire, uplift, motivate, encourage, and empower individuals to be the best version of themselves that they can be, to live life to the fullest, to take charge of their goals and dreams with extreme confidence. The goal is to get around like-minded people that share the same common interests as you by staying in the loop. Loop is more than a brand. It's a movement that symbolizes strength, determination, greatness, and elevation. Subscribe today at loopclothingnyc.com for bonus content, discounts, offers, and benefits. Join the family today and wear your inspiration. Once again, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in and giving me a moment of your time. Today, I just wanted to go over what loop clothing means to me, what it is, where it came from, the inspiration, you know, the drive, determination, what makes me want to spread positivity and motivation to everybody out there in the world. So just a little bit of a backstory on myself, you know, um, I was I was adopted at one years old and I didn't get the story from my adopted mother who I consider more than any DNA records, my real mother. So I was I was born in Baltimore, actually, in the front yard of my mother's sister's house. This was my birth mother while they waited on the ambulance. And so, we, you know, I stayed stayed in the hospital a couple of days and was released with my mom. Um, And at that point, that's where uh, she and her sister uh, drove back to New York. I don't know all the in-betweens of how things got to the next point, but I guess she figured she couldn't take care of me and. What she did was wrap me up really good in blankets on the bed in the hotel she was staying at. This was a hotel in Times Square, NYC. Back then, it wasn't that fancy as it is now. But um, she wrapped me up really good so I wouldn't fall off the bed. And she left the hotel room. And she left the hotel and went out to a payphone and told them that there was a baby in the room. So fast forward... uh, I was adopted by by my, my adopted parents. You know, I had two parents, a uh, mother and a father. Um, they were uh, newlyweds and had just bought a home in Flushing in Queens, New York. Uh, they also adopted uh, a little girl, too, you know, who became my, my sister. Um, so it was us four, mom, dad, me, my sister, you know, like the perfect family, you know, and my dad, he used to drink a lot, and um, so when I turned five, it came to the point that, you know, he had to leave the house, you know, and things were just getting out of control at home, and I mean, at that point in my life, I knew I was adopted, so all I could process at that point was my birth mother and my birth father didn't want me, so when my adopted father left, it, it, you know, it took things, it took those feelings that I already had and amplified them, you know? Uh, the feeling of not being wanted, and internally, my thoughts was, you know, why does nobody want me at the end of the day? That's, you know, as a kid, you don't consider what's going on in their lives, so it was easy for me to not only feel sorry for myself, but it was easy to feel unwanted, alone, and completely uninspired in, in every way possible. So, I mean, the only one who stayed there for me was she was my mom, you know, that, that was my mom. She showed me unconditional love, you know, support and always made me smile. So I feel that the behavior for me 
to want to be there for others and do what she did for me was it was pretty much acquired you know uh i pretty much wanted to help and uplift others you know externally but internally i was still dealing with the abandonment issues so i was in a state of like complete shutdown emotionally physically socially and, and verbally so much so that you know to the point where my mom she had to seek counseling for me which which actually did work counseling did work for me I, it was really good at that age um i think i was maybe like six five six seven somewhere around there now getting back to um helping others you know entrepreneurship it started for me at an early age because the desire and the i guess you say that the, the satisfaction i got from helping others you know that was my thing i used to go around the neighborhood and and i used to charge the neighbors for our jobs you know i used to help the older women in the neighborhood um i used to do like lard i used to do yard work um uh cleaning cleaning house cleaning houses you know like house chores um like cleaning the basement or the attic and eventually you know I had my neighborhood regulars of people whose lawns I would cut in the summer and walkways who I would shovel in the winter you know this was this was my thing like my own little business and I was barely a teenager at the time you know so from then I knew I knew what it was to work for myself, you know, at them years. You know, I I always knew what it was to work for myself because it just came natural to me. This was just something that I was doing. I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship and, you know, that that's what I was actually doing. But it's something that just came natural to me. So throughout my life, I've been pretty self-sufficient in that area. I was a barber for a number of years. I sold mixtapes, clothes. I worked for a record label and um, all these types of jobs that I was doing were things that, inspired folks in one way or another whether it was through the product I was selling or the or giving away or the services that I provided you know uh, unfortunately drinking alcohol you know caught up to me I was I was drinking a lot as well and um, I developed a, a heart disease in two, 2011 um, heart failure which was which is known as cardiomyopathy um, this pretty much cardiomyopathy like it pretty much is like um, my heart wasn't beating strong enough to pump blood throughout my body, you know, and my ejection fraction was 14 percent, which is equivalent to the ejection fraction of a 90 or 95 year old man or woman. Um, the normal range for somebody, you know, of my age at the time, which is almost about 30 years old, is 60 percent or higher. And. You know, so, yeah, I had a very low ejection fraction, you know, 14%, you know, was really out of control. Um, now, um, while I was hospitalized, the doctors had came in and said, um, you know, I had to get a pacemaker and that they scheduled my appointment during my stay to have the procedure done. So, you know, that was this is devastating that 30 years old, you're like, man, I got to get a pacemaker you know, I'm not seeing much hope for my life at all at this point. You know, I'm sitting in a room alone, like, that's not happening. I'm not getting no pacemaker. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not doing it, you know? And all I remember is gazing out the window and thinking about my kids, you know, Michael and Jasir. I, I just thought about them. And the next thought immediately that popped in my head was, I, I got to get it done. You know, I have to get it done. So, 
my mom was made up at that point, and you know it was going down. You're like, all right, they come back in, I tell them, yeah, my decision, yeah, I'm gonna get it done. So I uh, later, the doctors come in and they tell me um, that they wanted me to be on a specific medication for three months before they go through the extent of attaching this pretty much battery to my heart. You know, so I was I was grateful for that. And uh, three months later, my ejection fraction improved from 14% to 41%, you know, and in that moment, you know, when I got those results, you know, it was like, that it, it, it inspired me like crazy, you know, to to want to live again, you know, um, I became inspired to want to fight to get my heart function back to normal, you know, for the past three months, I couldn't envision seeing my children as adults or even being there for them. You know, those test results allowed me to not only envision it, but it gave me the motivation, the determination and desire to go beyond just seeing them grow up. I just felt at that point, it's, this is it's my duty. You know, this is my chance to give them what I never had growing up. You know, that was a, a, a real father, you know, um, a biological father, you know, a support system, unconditional love, you know. I never wanted them to feel the things that I felt, and I felt that this second opportunity was just like my my straight my chance, you know. So now, um, along with along with this chance to 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 you know to do for my kids again and for myself, I never lost that internal passion in in uplifting others. But now it's like how. How can I reach the world with all the, you know, with, with, with all the social media, you know, resources we have today? You know, the one thing that I always notice that people always paid attention to is looking at what my, my T-shirt says. I've always wore shirts that say something interesting and I always see people reading what my shirt says in passing. Always. Like, I always notice that. Every time I wear a, a shirt with something on it, anytime I'm walking past somebody on the street, I always see their eyes gaze down and just read read what my shirt says, you know, and I, I just, something I always paid attention to, and that's how I felt, you know, I wanted to reach people, and, 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 and not just the individual that's in the shirt, but the person who reads the message, you know, the person who reads the message on the shirt, you know, that's, that's, that's passing the person wearing the shirt, you know, and, and, that may be the person that needs the message the most in order to push them out of, out of a moment of being stuck, you know, because at the end of the day, we all we all get stuck sometimes and and uninspired, and you know we have those moments, and it's just that one thing that you may see, you know, and you're like, yo, you know what? It was meant for me to see that right now to get out of this feeling that I'm having. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be something that you see, but it could be something that you heard too. But the way I wanted to reach people was the message on the shirts, you know. And the problem at that point. You know, just just still still kind of sick. I'm definitely sick. My heart function is definitely, you know, not normal. It's not right. But, you know, I'm still trying to. It's 41 percent, but, you know, it's still not 60 percent. I'm still trying to get myself together, you know, so I'm doing what I got to do. You know, my daily activities, my daily life, trying to get myself right. But, you know, the problem that I had at that time was, you know, I, I didn't really have any money or knowledge on how to start a T-shirt business. So this was my dilemma for years. I waited on disability for a number of years, which I got denied until, you know, I pretty much said, that's enough. Like, enough is enough. And, you know, I'm not going to sit around and keep waiting on 
disability, you know, I'm waiting on that back pay to come through and I'm sitting around not doing anything with myself in my life. So I decided to go back to, to school, you know, to get my remaining 60 credits in order to receive my bachelor's degree because I, I, I already got 60 credits. You know, I was going to York College in Queens and I got 60 credits and I'm doing nothing with them. So, you know, I decided to go back to school, you know, forget the disability. I'm going back to school. So at that point, when I decided that's what I really was going to do, I formulated this master plan. You know, I felt like it was it was it was legit. It was genius. <laughs> and um, and I'm still actually, in, you know, somewhat the beginning stages. I'm definitely not where I want to be at right now. So, you know, at that time, because I qualified for financial aid, I decided I said I decided well while while I was going to school, I was gonna take out I was gonna take out loans in order to fund my business and use my knowledge that I attained from school to apply to my business. At that point, once I graduate, I'd act as my own intern until my loans are repaid. So if you think about that, it's like when people go to college. You know, they pretty much going so they can get a good job. And when you get out of college anyway, you, you pretty much are an intern for a company, you know. So I figured, you know, I take out the loans, start my business while I'm in school. By the time I get out, I'll be done attain a lot of knowledge in order to know how to run my business or apply certain knowledges to my business and then I'll just be my own intern rather than interning for another company where I'm not going to get paid for I'll intern for myself and not get paid for I'll just be paying that loan back now when these loans are paid off what I receive is profit so at the end of the day that's what I'm doing right now you know and you know not only did I return to school you know when and my GPA was below 2.0 somehow they accepted me um, and they, they let me start out at a 4.0, you know, giving me a fresh start, you know, um, my GPA is now 3.5 and I'm an A student and about to graduate in May with honors as well. So, you know, I'm definitely proud of myself for that. Um, and important to this journey, you know, you know, I, I'm appreciative for Instagram, you know, um. I watched the Instagram video of of, of this guy, um, super great guy. Name is Wallow Two Six Seven. You know, um, that was a wild. Insp- he, he's just wild, inspirational. You know, to me. Um, and anyone seeking or needs motivation, you, you know, need to need to follow Wallow Two Six Seven ASAP. You know, as a as a part of a school assignment, though, I was supposed to attend a community organization. Uh, uh, a rally, a protest, or meeting of some sort. Um, Wallow was promoting uh, a men's Stronger Together conference in Philly. Um, and that, it was compiled of a bunch of motivational speakers and world changers to speak with a group of men and, and empower, enlighten, and uplift them. You know, and my um, professor said that I could attend and that I get credit for it. You know, and, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm in New York. The meet is in Philly. I woke up at f- five in the morning, got dressed, 
showered, all that good stuff, put gas in the car, and 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 headed out. Got some coffee and drove to Philly. I never even drove that far. Bro. I just started driving previously, like a year ago, you know. And I I, just, I took a two-hour road trip by myself to Philly, you know, like. By myself, like that's that's where I'm going. That's what I'm gonna do. Something just led me on that path, and you know I had a, you know, heard from a couple of people that wasn't even a good idea to go. You never even drove that far before. You, you know, you gonna go all the way to Philly? What part of Philly are you going to? You going to North Philly? Oh, it's bad over there. And, you know, like mm, I'm just listening to my heart. You know, what I'm saying that's one key thing and advice that I'll give to anybody out there. Just always listen to your heart. You know, your heart is never gonna steer you wrong. So. You know, um, at that meeting is where I got to hear my greatest inspiration, you know, um, speak at that meeting that day. And uh, I didn't know that he's the person that I would like just look up to and just have like the ultimate amount of respect for. Uh, his name is Nehemiah Davis. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram. He's Neo Deviso on Instagram. Um, I followed him on Instagram and uh um, I at one point I attended a, a free T-shirt online training that he offered, and in less than sixty days, I had a whole T-shirt company online, had shirts for sale, and was making money. You know, I, I mean, I didn't had a couple years of researching how to do this T-shirt thing, and in less than sixty days, I had a couple hundred dollars in my pockets. You know. Just from taking just from taking his course, you know what I'm saying? It's, it was and it was a free training that he had, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it was, I mean, it just it was, it's just amazing, you know. Um, and uh, you know, like it's not just the t-shirts that you know for why I um, the t-shirt business why I look up to Neil so much, you know. It's the the way he over delivers every single time. I mean, he speaks from his his gut, his soul, and he just wants to help people, you know what I'm saying, he wants to help people, you know, become entrepreneurs, you know, um, and he stresses the fact that, you know, having a, having a job is nothing wrong with having a job, but why don't you want to invest in yourself and believe in yourself, you know, um, super, super important for you to believe in yourself and bet on yourself, you know, you're betting on everything and everybody else in this world, but you will not bet on yourself, and you can do it out here. You know, um, I would say just go follow him and and you can catch his whole story and, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it, it's amazing, you know. And um, so, uh, you know, like I said, so this is this is this is just the beginning of my journey. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I, I, I'm in my I'm in my transformation period, you know, Um or as if I have transformed, or I'm still, I'm still currently transforming, and you know, into a better person, a, a better version of me, and you know, so I mean, today I feel as if I'm, I'm a person who's learned to master my energy, you know, um, which I got that saying from, from Nipsey Hussle. Oh, can't master, mastering your energy is, uh, is an amazing thing. You want to master your energy, you know. I believe in I believe in the law of reciprocity, which is, you know, what you put out to the universe is what you attract into your life. And and I practice nothing but good 
and good habits daily on a daily basis you know i work out i eat good or you know at least i try to most of the time <laughs> i meditate i keep a small circle i keep my intentions pure you know i take care of my kids you know i'm graduating in may with honors with my bachelor's degree and in a couple months uh, a couple, uh, year after that actually um i'm gonna be graduating with my master's you know in urban studies you know and um so you know i mean this is this is this is my journey you know what i'm saying and um i just wanted to uh give y'all a little backstory on me and you know where everything came from and so at this point the goal is not to stop this is i'm not doing this just as a business of course i want to make money you know from it but the goal is to really just spread inspiration you know, around the world, you know, it's, it's highly needed, you know, with all the tragic things that we hear that are going on in this, in this world today, you know, we need inspiration, we need to spread that positivity, you know, and not only that, positivity, good energy, it's contagious, it's, it's just as contagious as bad energy, you know, when you have bad energy come around you, those, those feelings are spread to you, and you spread that bad energy to other people. Good energy is just as contagious. When you're around a bunch of good people and good feelings and all that, it's, it's easy to spread that to other people, you know? And not only that, when you have someone with bad negative energy who comes around a bunch of good energy, <laughs> it turns them right around, sends them going the other way. Because they don't like being around all that good energy, you know? That good energy is like a... Is, 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 it's like a kryptonite to them, you know what I'm saying? And so one thing I, I believe in is, you know, wearing your inspiration, you know, manifesting good things into your life, you know what I'm saying? And this is what I'm trying to do with Luke Clothing. I want to spread the positivity. I want to spread the motivation. I want to spread inspiration. I want to empower people. I want to uplift people, you know, but it's bigger than me just wanting to do that. This is just something that the world needs at this point, you know, it's very big. And um, so I just wanted to I just want to thank you all for tuning in and, you know, thank you so much for giving me your time. And, you know, we'll definitely have another podcast coming up very soon. And um, thank you so much again and have a great, beautiful day. Stay productive, stay positive and don't forget shop LukeClothingNYC.com. Follow on Instagram, Loop Clothing NYC. Follow on Facebook, Loop Clothing NYC. Thank you very much. I'll catch you on the next one.